rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, what's happening? Holy moly. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out in the last days of the American Republic. It, it's over, boobies. It's over. So, eh. Is it over? I don't know. We, we have a... Uh, let me just start by saying thanks for hanging out. I was going to do a watch party yesterday, and honestly, I, I really just couldn't do it. Emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, sexually. I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to the table. I was enraged, completely enraged. I had a gigantic knot in my stomach. And I just needed to not look at the State of the Union. I did not watch the State of the Union. I really felt that if I sat here with you guys, even though you guys, we would, we would do this together. We'd be in it together. But I think I would be too depressed and despondent and enraged to, to bear it. And then if I was sitting here, and I, I would have to watch the whole thing to the end. I couldn't just walk off. I guess I could, really. It's not like it really is. We wing it over here, right? So, whatever. I thought, wouldn't it? it just, it's just better to get together the day after, especially everything that's going on. And the debacle with the Iowa caucuses, that's another thing that had me in, in completely enraged. I'm... I'm really, I can't believe where the fuck I live. That's the problem. Where the, where do you live? We live here. How? Why? Why did my grandparents leave Ireland, I say? Maybe I wouldn't have been born. Maybe I would be born to another. I don't know. I don't know what the mysteries of the universe are. But, I mean... This place, this country, I hate to be, um, it's not a, I, I feel like I'm a psychic sometimes. I know things. Sometimes I get feelings. We know these things. Whatever. I don't say it's all the time. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, hang up a shingle. But I have to tell you, I have a feeling that, well, not in our lifetime, but that this country needs to split up. And I do believe that in the future, if, after I'm dead, I'm sure, we will, the country's not going to survive, and it will have to be, we will have to split up. And I honestly believe, <clears throat> excuse me, that we, we, we have to do it. We should do it now. I don't know why we're not doing it now. Why aren't we just, it's like if somebody, if I was in a relationship like this, it would be done. You get to the point where you're like, get your fucking shit and move out. Enough. I cannot stand it. We have to share the same country with people. We have to share the same system of government. It's not just the same space. What is a, go what is a country but its government? What is, when they say they love America, what are they l pledging allegiance to? They're pledging allegiance to, right now to a gigantic orange sexual predator 
trust-funded serial bankrupt con man who received fewer votes and hates democracy, supplicates himself on the international stage to anti-democratic foreign dictators. And they're fine with that. They have completely disparaged the institutions of this government, but that was the point. That was the plan all along. They wanted to destroy this country from the time we we sat, sat down and started whispering about independence from an intergenerational aristocracy. They cannot handle that. That's the kind of system they want because the rich run and own everything and everybody else just shuts the fuck up and goes and dies on command if necessary, but they leave their betters alone and they await their rewards in heaven like good little serfs. So they, they let this, this disgusting treasonous con man off the hook today Oh, that's Francis. Francis Jr. Jr., my my little baby over there, is sitting. Uh-oh, here comes Tara Jr. Jr., I see him. But he's playing with a Q-tip. That's what he's playing with. He likes Q-tips. He's got a whole box of toys, but it's the Q-tips that he plays with. And it's not like I'm sitting here going, you know, like cleaning out my ears and just throwing Q-tips on the floor, obviously. <laughs> that's not how I do it. That's not how I roll in life. But I get him Q-tips, and he's very cute. He likes to play fetch with Q-tips. So that's what he's playing with. There's a little, you can, you might be able to see it. It's a little white. There he is. He's, uh, he's murdering the Q-tip, as you can see. That's why he's rolling on the floor. It's murder, and he brings it to me. It's very cute. And then I throw it, and he goes and fetches it and brings it back. He's very cute. Sometimes I'll be laying in bed, about to fall asleep, and he'll jump up with a Q-tip so I can throw it to him. You know, little things in life. I wish I could be so easily entertained. I, I mean, I guess you, I got to say, when I, as soon as I said that, I said, be careful what you wish for in your mind. It was like uh, one time I ran into a friend of mine who had had a baby, and he was pushing his, well, he didn't have it. His wife had the baby. But he was pushed. He had a hand in it or something else or whatever. You know what I mean? But he was pushing the baby in a stroller. And I was going, oh, how cute, blah, blah. You know, what you do to a baby, the poor, poor sucker who has to join this mortal coil in its downward spiral. And uh, he said, um, I said, oh, he certainly looks cozy in there. What a nice life he's got. Ha, 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 whatever, making small talk. And he said, yeah, I wish somebody would put me in a stroller and push me around all day. And, uh, and I said, be careful what you wish for, right? You don't want to do that now. If, you, if that's the case, you'll be, you know, you're not in good shape. So as they say, once... What is the saying now that I'm saying it? Once an adult, twice a child. That's a very prophetic and also uh, sad reality of life. Once, a, once an adult, twice a child. That's the natural trajectory of our lives. That's why we need each other. 
You know what I mean? That's why I hate Republicans. That's why I hate the dumb bastards who enable the Republicans. And I'm sick of it. That's why I'm sick of it, too. Oh, and thank you, Jim. I just clicked over and I saw your super chat. Jim makes me, this show, possible. Every time he comes to the table. And uh, all those who are patrons as well. I appreciate it. We need more patrons. We need about a thousand more of you. And then maybe we'll have a daily show. Because this, sh- this shit doesn't... Requ- it, it requires more than a weekday special. It requires more than once a week solid schedule. You know what I mean? This is a full-time job. It needs to be. Saving this country. Or being... I'm not, I'm not saving it. We're in it together. I mean, the, the, the liberal media. You're looking at it. We're the liberal media. We have to get the word out. The more people come to hear the truth and start fighting like their lives depend upon it and the country depends upon it, like the real patriots they are, then the, the better off we're going to be. Look at what ha- Okay, let's just get into it. We, besides everything that sucks um, and the patron, everything that doesn't suck, but that sucks too, in a way, because we don't have enough patrons. I wish I could see the future on that, frankly. I don't really, what do I see? Let me, let me think of my psychic ability here. Not that I have it, really. I'm just going to try to think, project into the future. Will we, yeah, we'll be successful. It's just going to take some time. It's because part of the secret of life, not that I'm so great at life, but, um, one of the secrets is never giving up. That really is the bottom line. Never give up. It's not about even like anything. You don't even have to be the best at everything. You just have to be persistent and never take no for the final answer. How many times you get knocked down, you got to get up. If you get knocked down 100 times, you got to get up 101. That's how it is. Otherwise, you, you do lose. You only lose when you stop, when you stop trying. So that's why we will win. They know we're going to win. That's the other thing. These filthy, fascist, disgusting North Korea-type sycophants who hate America, they know that they're on the wrong side of history and the wrong side of democracy. They, they understand it. They know that they need to spread the or catapult the propaganda as they say the lies they are shameless it's about time that we start fighting that the democrats fight like they have the um the moral high ground which we do and that we have the right truth justice and the american way on our side enough is enough like okay let's get into the the, the state of the shithole address. Oh, I'm sorry, Tara Jr. I just pinched his little paw on the side of the table. I'm sorry. That must have hurt. Poor thing. They're very sensitive, the paws. Ugh. Come on, sit, please, please. See this? It's like a 15-pound addendum. <laughs> Hello. Listen to that. Can you hear that? 
He's a good boy. That's good for my blood pressure. Thank you. So, let go of my necklace, please. Um, yeah. The, okay, first of all, why the, why the F did Nancy Pelosi invite that orange impeached asshole to speak in the people's house? Why? So she can rip us his speech? Whoopie fucking doopy. That's not protest. That's not resistance. Why are you impeaching somebody for being a, a con man and a criminal, for being the most dangerous president to ever squat in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, and then one day, and then inviting his ass over to give a, a, a speech the next day? Why? Why are we pretending that this is normal? Why is she pretending it's normal? Everybody keeps telling me how she's playing checkers. I mean, chess and every and uh, Twitler's playing checkers. This is chess. Why doesn't she shut him the fuck down? What do you think the filthy fascist fucking disgusting Republicans would do? You think they would if the shoe was on the other foot? Do you think they would invite the Democratic president over if he was being in the, in the middle of his impeachment? Yeah, you, you better go away, Tara Jr. Junior, Junior, Junior. He's, uh, I gotta get, I'm yelling. I'm sorry. He has no idea what's going on in the world. He's just worried about food, food. Put food in there. That's it. And pet, pet, pet. Like, my hands are objects just for petting. I gotta, my hands, I, I, I'm sorry. I can't pet you right now. Um, we're hanging by a thread over here. So, um... I'm, I'm just so fucking tired of Democrats. Of course, everything that happened in the Iowa caucuses, who, who was surprised? They are trying to stop Bernie at all costs. They're changing the rules. I know where I'm going all over the place, but these are the two things I wanted to talk about today with the Iowa caucuses and the impeachment. I mean, and the uh, State of the Union for, from the impeached fucker. And uh, also Rush Limbaugh how he denigrates, how Twitler denigrates everything he touches, including the Medal of Freedom. That says it all. Giving the Medal of Freedom to a propagandist who sows racism and division, a liar who not only sent his, his, of course, he's an addict, okay? I understand. I understand addiction, but I didn't have a housekeeper to go send and buy drugs for me. But you would think that somebody like Limbaugh, sometimes I, it's like the thing with Steve Scalise. He gets shot. He has a near-death experience, and uh, or whatever. He almost dies. I don't know if he saw any bright light or Satan told him to get into the, come into the fire or something. But he, you would think that... Coming out of that near-death experience, he would say, wow, life is short. Any minute, it can change. And maybe, you know, because how Republicans only see the light when something hit, directly affects them, but not him. He, he wouldn't change. He made a point of coming out and saying that he did not change from being shot and almost killed. Steve Scalise, um, you thought maybe... He would, you know, say, yeah, 
since my near-death experience, and also given the fact that I was also saved by a lesbian who was a member of the Secret Service who was married to a woman, that, uh, you know, maybe I'll stop being a fucking douchebag and start leaving people alone if they want to form a, ma- uh, a legal marriage contract with somebody who has the same pee-pee. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll stop being such a douchebag. Because life is short, and we only have this life, and we get—we're not going to go sit in a mansion. I have—I have, I have uh, sorry news for everybody. We're not sitting in a mansion on in a cloud, hanging out with Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix, and Jesus. We're—we're—we're we're, we're gonna be dead. May—I don't know what happens. Maybe we'll like, you know, uh, Carl Sagan said we are star stuff. Maybe we are. Maybe we go and become part of the universe. I don't fucking know. Who knows? I've had enough, though. I'll tell you that. But, um, but Steve Scalise, he um, made a point of telling everybody how, oh, no, uh, don't worry. Don't worry, fellow fascists. I, I haven't changed at all. And I will continue to vote against health care, uh, against people who want to live as much as I wanted to live. Wait, hold on a second. Steve Scalise. I'm trying to look up this article. Hells. He didn't change him. Hmm. Let's see if what comes up. Yes. Uh, anyway, whatever. I can't find it. He returns to the baseball field one year after. Steve and Steve Scalise and John McCain... Here is a, here's an article from the Washington Post. Scalise and McCain faced death in the mirror. It didn't change their views on two major policies. <laughs> of course not. Because they're not humans. They're wastes of human DNA. They, they, don't, they lack something. I don't know what it is. Something is wrong with them, the Republicans. They're all um, a bunch of cowards. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Because in order to stand up to fascism, you 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 can't be a go along to get along type of sickle fan. You have to have courage. Like like right now, they're going after Mitt Romney. Like he's so courageous. He only voted against one to, to um charge Trump with one article of impeachment but whatever in in this day and age that's uh you know he's um certainly taking a risk i don't know why but they're all after him now they're all the um all the fascists are are attacking romney where is it hold on i know i know i should have all of these articles better organized let's see I had it. Give me a second, guys. But whatever. I mean, I, this is why I like doing the shows during the week, too. The other thing is it's really kind of up in the air. It's very loose. I don't have to stick to the two hours. It's not going on progressive voices. It's just for us. And, you know, that's good. I don't have to worry about the clock. I could just say fuck it and get and say bye. Like all of a sudden, I don't have to edit it after. Sometimes after the show, I have to edit it into and get rid of 
some pieces of what we talked about because it's a little over two hours. And uh, let me see. Concern? Oh, wait. I think it was at Media Matters I was looking at it. Yes, right-wing media meltdown over Romney. So they're, they're going after him. It says, oh, Mark Levin, Romney votes against Constitution with his vote today to remove a sitting president. How is it against the Constitution? I don't get it. So it's okay for a Democratic president to get on the phone to hold up the... Funded the, the, all right, let me get it straight. I'm sorry. The Congress authorized money for, for Ukraine to defend itself against Vladimir Putin's attack. And Trump, who's charged with faithfully and uh, whatever, executing the laws of the United States, had no right to hold up the, the money because he wanted an investigation of a political rival. Not even, not e- no, the announcement of an investigation. So if a Democratic president did that, that, that would be okay with Mark Levin. He, that he would say, you're violating the Constitution if you convict this president for, for of using, illegally using taxpayer money to... Like like his own personal trust fund. I mean, well, his trust fund and his slush fund. His political trust uh, slush fund. Romney believes history will judge him as a courageous lone voice. It won't. He'll be seen for what it is. A petty, self-promoting, never-Trumper who has contributed to the radical Democrats' assault on the Constitution. This is why I'm saying, Tara Jr., I'm sorry, honey. I'm very sorry. you got to move. You can't do that to the mic when I'm doing a show. This is why you, I am saying we need to break this country in half. It needs to, it needs to go. This is what they think? L- let them have a constitution where the president is a king. You can have that. Let them have a intergenerational aristocracy. Just do it somewhere else, in your own fucking country, in your own shithole country that sucks. A right-wing shithole that is, is uh, the, just take it the fuck away from our constitutionally limited democratic republic of 320 million diverse people. Let them have their own little bubble they can build a wall. Please build a wall. Please, I beg you to build a fucking wall because I'm sick of you. I am sick of right-wingers who are, have absolutely no ability to function in the type of free democratic society they can only pretend to love. And they say it's all about the Constitution. Where in the Constitution does it say that you... um? You allow the president to do whatever the fuck he wants with taxpayer money that the Congress, who holds the purse strings, have delegated for defense of a, against an autocrat. Where in the Constitution? The, in fact, in the Constitution, it does say that the president can be impeached for shit like this. Well, if it's not this, then what? Because you better believe that right now, Twitler is in his squatting in the White House. Well, he's probably on the toilet. In the house that we 
he's he's sitting in despite receiving fewer votes. Why is he there? You better believe he is committing crimes. That's his entire life. He's not going to change. He commits crimes. He's been committing crimes since he his mother inflicted him on this planet. I need a drink of coffee. So what is, tell me, what part of the Constitution says that he can do whatever the fuck he wants because Joe Biden, because whataboutism, because Joe Biden's son took a, took a cushy job on a board, because rich people's, people with, with names, they get cushy positions. Show me in the Constitution where that's some kind of problem. Where that says, where they could say, this is um, okay. Now Tara Jr. is not going to lie it over. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, get down, get down. Come on, work with me here, Jr. He's in the back, the light. He's like, now, I don't know what the hell, man. Can you, get, can you give me a minute here? What's the matter? Now he's looking at me all depressed. Just relax, okay? I'm sorry. He's upset. I'm yelling. I'm screaming. He doesn't understand. He, he doesn't get that I have to function in this fucking society. And I, I live among, you know, there's, there's more of us, though. I was going to say uh, Republicans. It's not Republicans. It's, there's less of them than there are of us. And we better fucking start acting like it. I was on the Leslie Marshall show the other day on Monday, and I'm very grateful. That was a gr- it was great. To, it's great to be on because obviously we're trying to get the word out about the show. So more people hear about the show. Hopefully more people will show up in the chat room because if you're watching on Facebook or anywhere else, we're in the, the best chat room is on YouTube. So come to the YouTube channel and hang out. We have a lot of nice people here and some not so nice people, but you know, I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, and I was saying the, the, um, what I say here all the time is that we have to start acting, um, like pay, like the pay, like reclaiming, not acting, reclaiming the mantle of patriotism. We have to. It's about time. Enough of this apologetic bullshit pretending like this fucking fascist cabal is normal. That's why the Democrats drive me insane. These DLC corporate Democrats, get your fucking head out of your ass and take a good look around. There should have, not only should there have not been a state of the shithole with Twitler playing out his reality show bullshit, the lies, sowing lies, making a big show, claiming shit that isn't him, claiming the the success that Barack Obama, the upward trajectory, the 10-year upward trajectory, trajectory, you know what I'm saying, of the economy that he inherited, that this fascist inherited and made slowed it down because he had to funnel more money to the top as if the rich weren't rich enough in the 
economy that is worse than uh, or most more unequal than ancient Rome. So why would Nancy Pelosi invite this dictator envying pathological liar con man into the people's house to spread lies and hand out a medal of freedom to a fucking racist, a KKK loving race. I mean, they're all KKK loving, first of all, because this is why, and, and when I was on Leslie Marshall's show, I was saying, we have to, or whatever, um, how I, I put it was, um, it's that why don't Democrats every time they get in front of a microphone, why are they not saying the president, despite receiving fewer votes, or talking about Neil Gorsuch, the illegitimate Supreme Court justice? Why? Why aren't they doing this? Oh, because we're so divided. They don't want to divide us. So Nancy Pelosi turns around and impeaches this guy, rightfully, and then allows him to give a speech? To where he can jerk himself off and all of his, his base of sycophants, idiots, morons, and useful idiots? Because some of the idiots are just idiots. They're not even useful. So why? Why would he, she do that? It's like because the Democrats are they're living in a fantasy. These corporate Democrats, they're, try, they're still in denial. They still think that we ha- we have a functioning system the system is not functioning and okay this morning on morning joe i got to calm down this ain't going to calm me down though why am i doing this no. <laughs> this morning on morning joe you know how i i cannot stand the entire cast of morning joe they're all they are part of the problem. And also why I say, please become a patron, because that's what we're up against. This is the liberal media. So this morning on Morning Joe, they spoke about the, uh, the state of the shithole speech. And let me just play what Willie Geist had to say. And so it was that's not true. By the way, Mike Barnacle bowed. For some reason, the... Press keeps feeding into this hype that somehow his economy is so much better than former economies. It's a lie. Well, the lie he's been telling from the beginning is that he inherited a mess from President Obama, which mm. is objectively untrue. Steve Ratner's here in a couple of minutes with charts to show why that's not true. By the way, Mike Barnacle bowed his head when you mentioned Mookie Betts' name, so I'm not going to go any further <laughs> in pushing, pushing okay. that button. I'm First sure we'll all, talk about that. I just have that. to mention how annoying Willie Geist is. I'm sorry, everyone. Is the audio playing? Uh, Yeah, you can hear it, right? I have to mention it. What the fuck is he talking about? Every time he has to mention some obscure sports fact, is that, I assume that's what he was talking about there. Let me play it again. You bowed your head when they said Mookie. I I suppose it's some kind of stupid fucking reference to some sports thing. I don't care. Nobody cares. Shut up, Willie Geist. You're what is a Willie Geist, okay? Why? Why is a Willie Geist? That's what I'm saying. That's why you have to become a patron. You should become a patron. You should if it's not my shows, Mike Malloy, Bob Kincaid, somebody get become a patron, goddammit, because this is what we're up against. This is the liberal media. 
And this is why we can't have nice things, because we have a concentrated corporate-owned media. And it's not serving democracy, not in the least. So, anyway... Let's continue. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Um, but the president programmed the State of the Union last night like a TV show. In some ways, it was like an episode of Ellen, where you had a nice uh, military reunion. You had a fourth grader receiving a scholarship. He gave out the Medal of Freedom to Rush Limbaugh, not just announcing that he was giving it, but actually held the ceremony in the middle of the State of the Union. So it was very theatrical. Um, for my money, the, all the no handshake, the not saying the, you know, the distinct honor and high privilege, and then ripping up the script at the end is not what the country needs. I know those will be viewed as sick burns or Mike. Okay, what the fuck does the country need, Willie? What do you think? This is what I wanted to play. I hate, I hate this shit. This is not what the country needs. Yeah, because it's all about... Bullshit. It's just about being polite to your fascist overlords who are lawless and, you know, uh, walking and walking all over our backs while they're wiping their asses with the Constitution. That's not what the country needs. We're so divided. The same guy who can't miss an opportunity to talk about how millions are being, millions of people are going to have their private health insurance ripped from them by giving everyone health insurance. He's so concerned about us being divided, but he doesn't want to do anything about a system that leaves millions behind. He doesn't care about that shit for some reason. I don't know. It's the cognitive dissonance of the liberal media. This is your liberal media, folks. They do nothing. They serve nothing but the master. They, there is no reason. What are you talking about? Oh, we could have done with some more politeness. So the sick burn? Is it a sick burn when somebody is a fucking pathological liar? Or is it your patriotic duty, Willie, to, to, to call them out? To at least say, I am not going along with this shit. I am displeased. If you're going to invite the fucking vampire in the house then you don't, you're not confused or you, you're not surprised when they drain the life out of you before they're done. But regardless, she invited the fucking vampire into the house. And if she stood there and did not show her displeasure, she would be violating her friggin' oath. And also disparaging the entire reason that any American ever fought, bled, and died for this country. Honestly, this fake politeness. We have to come together. The sick burn? It's not a sick burn, Willie. It's required. You have, you have to stand up, but this is how... We, the uh, Republic dies because what would Willie Guys do? Oh, in the interest of being nice, you got well, be nice to your fascist overlords, your lying, pathologically lying con men who receive fewer votes and their entire caucus of sycophants and enablers, an entire political party, the, the complete, um, 
unbelievable lack of awareness. I guess they don't see the forest through the trees up in the ivory tower. What are you talking about? It's a sick burn and not what the country needs? What does the country need? To let a pathological liar go on and on and on, unchallenged, and not show displeasure? That's what we need? That's why we're so divided? No, there's many reasons why we're divided. Partly, we have a corporate media and a concentration of corporate mouthpieces who have absolutely no business sitting in the ivory tower speaking to millions of Americans with authority. What the fuck do you know? He's always talking about kitchen table issues, kitchen table. What are you talking about in a country where Americans are cutting their diabetes medicine in half? And begging on GoFundMe. And this fucker, the best he has is like, let's be polite when a liar and a con man lies to your face. Sick burn. You, you, they don't have the balls to sick burn anybody. They're too, they're too happy in their cushy lives, you see. They're not aware enough. To, under, to stand up. They don't have the balls to stand up. No offense to everybody who doesn't have balls. They don't have the spine, let's say. <sighs> um, for my money, the, all your the money? no handshake. Oh, don't touch the... your money. Shut the fuck up. He thinks this is real scintillating commentary. He thinks he's, he's, um, he's uh, you know, I don't know. He's like this scold who's... Who's, bring, who's actually working for the people because he's bringing us together. If he com- congratulated or said, yeah, um, that's how you respond to a con man lying to your face. You don't sit there and you don't um, not show displeasure. You show, at least, you show some displeasure. Sick burn? What does the country need when one half of the fucking auditorium is chanting four more years to a treasonous, autocrat-envying asshole who received fewer votes, who has no business leading a drunken conga line, much much less a modern nation? What, What would you do, Willie? We know what you would do. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You'd be polite to the con man. You would... You would say, oh, nice to meet you, Mr. President, when you should be spitting in his face. And saying, for every American who's laying in their cold, early graves, who died for the dream of a democratic republic, you should be ashamed of yourself. All of you fascists, and your fascist enables, and the cowards, like Willie Geist. Who sit there and do nothing while we con- con- continue spiraling? <sighs> Fucking Willie Geist. Look at this fucker. Um, for my money, the all the no handshake, the not saying the you know the distinct pri- honor and high privilege, and then ripping up the script at the end is not what the country needs. I know those will be viewed as sick burns or mic drops or something in the far reaches of. of each- will it? I mean, I can't even get through that. This uh, I w- who is saying it's a sick burn? 
It's not a it's sick burn. It's a fucking patriotic imperative. Sick burn, man. Well, you you didn't say the distinct honor and pleasure to allow a dictator envying treasonous con man who received fewer votes to speak to a goddamn dying nation. Besides teams, but I don't think teams? the country needs that. What's the team, you fuck? What team? One is capable of functioning in a democracy, and the other is not. They're not. They are so incapable, in fact, that they are dismantling the democracy as we speak. Teams, you son of a bitch! Why don't you pick a side? In the face of fascism and democracy, what side are you on, Willie? You're on the side of neutrality? There's no, there's no neutral places here. But you're, I mean, in the ivory tower. Yeah. You're totally right. What, uh, you got to be neutral. Yeah, I guess that big fat paycheck makes you really neutral. It's tough right now. Well, by most accounts, it was a State of the Union unlike any other, we can at least say that, with an impeached president addressing a bitterly divided Congress. Why? Why? Why was an impeached president addressing a bitterly divided Congress? Why? I don't know. I'm, I'm still in shock. Oh, hello, Poppy. Poppy's in, Poppy Champlin, friend, comedian, amazing person, all around and friend of Tara Buster, guest of Tara Buster, who cannot call in because we, the phones aren't working. I have to get to the bottom of it. I do believe, again, it's the problem. It's a fucking problem. I think I'm going to have to invest in a new audio interface, which isn't, you know, it's just a, it's just a couple of more hundred dollars that I just, am, uh, ugh, I hate having to lay out every day. Yeah, more money, more money, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say become a patron. We're in this together. Then we'll get some guests. We got to get Poppy back on as soon as the phones are working. And other guests that I would like to have Leslie Marshall on. That would be great. We'll have some other talk shows hosts on. It will help. That will help us grow, too. Right, Tara Jr. Jr.? All right, sit down, please, please. Tara Jr., not you guys. All right, um, what else was this? Yeah, fuck them. So here's a, here. That's, that's the subject. Where, where was I, right? I'm saying, okay, where was I? Yeah, right, fuck them. That's where I was. Not literally, because they probably suck in bed, really. While also seeking re-election. Those divisions were on vivid display last night, from the president looking away from the House Speaker's outstretched hand. Wow. To wow. Nancy Pelosi ripping up Sick the speech burn. when he finished. <laughs> At times, it felt more like a campaign rally than a formal address, with Republican lawmakers chanting four more years. And look at trophy wife number three. Ugh, this is, the whole thing is a vile, disgusting reality show. All of it. It's disgusting. And that's how much the Republicans hate this country. 
look at what they've done. Look at who they they made their standard bearer. Look at who they inflicted on us. This is a, a an outrage that we have to call a fucking nude model trophy wife number three the first lady. Are you serious? A, another hypocrite, too. Another illegal immigrant who used, who married her way into the country, right? This is what they hate immigrants and used her legal status to bring her parents over through chain migration that Republicans hate. That's because, don't you get it, guys? That's everything you need to know because they, it's all about the world according to them. That's everything they hate about democracy. They can only handle democracy if it's, it's them at the, at, the, the, uh, at the voting booth. Nobody else. Not you. Not anybody with a darker pigment. They're, they, it's them. Republicans can't handle. It's conservatives, really. Conservatives, when th- the more people have a seat at the table, that's when they fucking lose their minds. And they understand that the way that it's going in the country, that this is going to soon be a a minority, majority country. And it can't happen fucking quick enough, in my view. And they're, that's why, forget it. They they will throw democracy out the window completely because they don't like it. They never did. And they certainly cannot abide having to share civilization with people who aren't them, just like them. That's what it's all about. That's why they're, I mean, it would be fine if it was still the Jim Crow laws and the Jim Crow South. It would be fine if they could still keep us divided in that way and ensure that, that we don't have a say in their government, in their government. Because they want all the benefits of civilization, but they don't want any of the responsibilities that we have to each other as fellow Americans. That's why they have to disparage people and put them outside of what they consider Americans. This is why they always talk about Massachusetts liberals and Hollywood liberals and New York values because they cannot function in a democracy that includes a diverse population. They are incapable. They lack the maturity. So it's really about that. And that's why they hate public education, because when you get children young and you start educating them, Tara Jr. just hit the button. God damn it. I'm going to blow up now. God damn it! Like, one more mistake. I love you. I love you anyway. Look at this thing. Look at it. Look at you. You're good. You are. (laughs) Oh, man. So, you know what I mean? It's really about the maturity. You Because you have to... Okay, you have to foster a democratic republic. You have to cultivate it. it. That's what it requires. This is why they hate public education They and they want to homeschool their morons. They don't want them learning 
how to live and let live, or, or, or they don't want them learning about the other people or democracy or what it takes to be a mature and functioning adult in a diverse society. They can't handle that. They want them to remain as sheltered and ignorant and and the same as as they always have been, as their gigantic orange baboon squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. So that's he's their he's their hero, of course. So, all right, where were we? Hearing the president for his remarks on the economy and health care. Trump's showmanship was also on full display, surprising a military family by reuniting an army sergeant with his wife and kids. Another a prop being used. Promoting school choice by announcing a scholarship for a Pennsylvania student. And in school a nod to his means the destruction of public education that Republicans need to accomplish in order to fulfill the, their destruction of democracy. They have to destroy public education, public schools. That's what it's about. It's about reestablishing the, or really, it's not really, reestablishing a um, serfs and lords society where you, you go to um, school if you have the money, if you're born into wealth. That's it. Bottom line, the rest of us, you go work in the fields. You drop dead. You work for your Lord. You find a Lord to serve. And maybe they'll trickle some benefits on you. And if you lose your benefits, oh, well, find another Lord to serve. Otherwise, don't pester your betters. Do not expect government to work for you in any way because that's not what government's for. Government is to maintain the structure of the hierarchy the intergenerational aristocracy, and it's being rebuilt. All of these, all of these assaults on, on, a, on a democratic society, they lead to the end, the end of the grand experiment. That's it. One of, it's, you're not seeing things. It's, it's not okay. We have to fight to maintain these these systems. Otherwise, it's over. What do you think, what kind of a society did the founders rebel against? It wasn't one that had public schools, that's for sure, where the serfs can go to school. No way. It was the intergenerational aristocracy, the concentrated wealth, and everybody else does what they're fucking told and if you, get, if you need charity, if you fall on hard times, there's no social safety net, no unemployment insurance, there's no whatever, there's no retirement, there's no social security, no medical care. You go to the church, beg the church for some benefits. That's the role of the church. This is why they want to reestablish or blur, not even reestablish, they want to blur the line. They want to undo the uh, wall of separation between church and state, they want to erase that completely. You, because you need church in government, just like it was for millennia in Western civilization, because the church keeps the serfs in line. The church will tell the serfs, don't rise up against your betters. Don't, don't rise up against the king and his cabinet and, or his, his heirs. And it will be a he, 
trust me. So they, they are put there by God. If God wanted you or whatever uh, to, to rule, then you would have been born into this rich family. Obviously, you're not. You were meant to uh, toil in the fields. Slaves obey your masters, right? As it says in the Bible. Look at Terry Jr. <laughs> Putting his hand on my hand. Yes. Oh, now he's biting me. What? How quickly it turns. Hey! He's not really biting me. He's just playing. But anyway. So fuck him. And there he... All right, let's just keep going with this. Awarding Rush Limbaugh with Rush the Limbaugh, president... Rush Limbaugh, who's wearing the hearing aid because he destroyed his ears, his hearing, with uh, the OxyContin... Cotton? Is that what you call it? Cotton? Or cotton? That he sent his housekeeper out to buy for him. He's too much of a coward to buy it himself. Well, he doesn't go into these these neighborhoods to buy his own drugs. He, of course, right? But you would think, this is what I was saying why I brought up Steve Scalise, I, because everybody knows I'm already, you guys know, I'm, I'm in recovery myself, so whatever. I know I'm supposed to remain anonymous. You know what I'm saying. But there's no, I, it is who I am. And if you're a friend of mine, if you know me, there, I have nothing to hide in that way. You know what I mean? Because why should I? And also, you know what I mean? <laughs> it would be something like, um, you know, I would have to feel ashamed of. You know what I mean? So, And I would have to hide. I don't want to hide. And anyway, but it's very disappointing to, to think that filthy, disgusting Rush Limbaugh who's in recovery, I'm sure he's not, whatever, I don't know what, what his recovery is like, if he's actually clean, who knows, we, we, there's been speculation over the, over the years that he's relapsed at certain times, whatever, who cares, and, um, but you would think that maybe he goes to rehab, obviously he probably went to some cushy resort type rehab, and, he, but it might have opened his eyes a little to the other people, the sufferings of others, or made him a more empathetic person. Forget that. Forget it. Don't be delusional. These are selfish motherfuckers. As Justice Louis Brandeis said, the modern conservative is... Uh, is uh, what, how did he put it now that I'm saying it? Is... The old, wait, hold on. I know how we said it, but I'm trying to set it up. Let's say modern conservative. The oldest something in human history, the oldest pursuit. Um, hold on, before I mangle it even. Uh, selfishness, that's how he put it. It's the, oh no, what am I talking about? I'm, I'm getting these... These um these quotes. Justice Lewis Brandeis said we could we must make our choice. We can have democracy or we can have wealth concentrated in the hands of a few, but we can't have both. I'm getting them confused. Ju it was John Kenneth Galbraith who was one of FDR's I think an economic advisor, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, a Canadian-born economist, but he was part of economic, uh, I believe, now that I'm saying this, um, 
He was one of FDR's advisors, a part of the Brain Trust. And because I, there was a time in the American experience where we actually had a president who was working for the people, who surrounded himself with advisors who weren't just billionaires who figured out some, some, some scam to separate dupes from their money like Twitler has around him now, like, uh, like what's her face? Betsy DeVos and her Amway scam. It doesn't matter how you get your money as long as you, or who, who else? It's just, you just got to get money. That makes you smart. It doesn't matter if you're a con man or grifter, if you inflated invoices on, your, uh, on a fake corporation that you made and in order to siphon money out of your daddy's account tax-free and then use those inflated invoices, the fake inflated invoices, to justify rent increases on your low-income tenants like Twitler did, as long as you come up with a scam. And stuffed your pockets like a tick, it's like a bloated tick. Then you're you're okay with them. You're in their book. But the what what FDR had people around him. They weren't all rich people. These were people who were smart. They were philosophers. They were educators. People who knew what the fuck they were doing. You didn't have to have a giant payday to be respected. But it was John Kenneth Galbraith who said, where is it now? The modern conservative is engaged in one of man's oldest exercises in moral philosophy. That is, the search for a superior moral justification for selfishness. And that's it. The superior moral justification for selfishness. That's the Republican Party. It's the Republican way. And... Forget e pluribus unum. What's, what's the motto? I got mine, sucker. Please. So there's, there's that disgusting, racist Rush Limbaugh. R- remember Barack the Magic Negro? Oh, let me play this. Let me just finish this. Hold on. Medal of Freedom. Also notable, the president did not mention impeachment once during his speech. Eh, a little bit of a show of discipline there. Why even give him that? You know what I mean? They always have to stretch and try to find something. Like, as if when he doesn't shit his pants on stage that... Oh, well, you know, at least he was disciplined. Are you kidding? We crossed the line of discipline, the, the, uh, um, uh, of the point of no return years ago at this point. What are you talking about? Just because he doesn't shit his pants on one day, he reads a teleprompter in a fucking sham state of the union? It's the state of Trump's mind. That's what we would drag through. The, the manias. The state of the manias. And the Republicans are beyond redemption. They need to go. That's why I'm like, if we can't beat them legitimately because they're cheaters and they have made it so that, this, that the democracy doesn't work, they're in bed with Putin, they're literally allowing a, a fucking con man to squat in the White House despite receiving fewer votes but use taxpayer money 
to cheat in the next election. So if we can't beat these fuckers squarely, and the other thing that pissed me off was that the his his fucking and um approval rating is like up they were saying is up like 49 percent approve are you serious that's why i'm like get, uh, we got to get out if we can't get rid of them then we need to fucking secede enough i'm done with them i'm done of being dragged through a con man's manias because they hate democracy and they can't handle it they can't handle brown people they can't handle being nice they can't they're so sick that they don't they don't have enough money for themselves, even though they have more money than half the country combined. They don't have enough, though, the poor dears. So I'm tired of being dragged through the destruction of this country from Mitch McConnell, who represents the amount of people that are the equivalent to a small town on Staten Island. We have the moral high ground. We have the majority... And it's about time we fucking act like it. And if they don't like it, we need to get the hell out. Say, enough. We need to have a serious conversation with Nancy Pelosi. And and if she really had courage, instead of trying to live in this denial, because, oh, let's invite the con man that we impeached over to give a a state of the union? Of course it was going to be a sham. Of course it was going to be an embarrassment and nothing but a campaign rally for his dupes. An an opportunity for them to all supplicate themselves and say, Oh yes, dim leader, my dumb Fuhrer. Yes, my lord, we're here for you. Four more years, four more years. Yes, don't worry, we'll never abandon you, con man. Because you're doing what we want you to do. And that means you're destroying America. You're destroying democracy. That everyone, oh, that that veteran supposedly who was surprise, surprise, you're living in a fucking oligarchy. Surprise, surprise, we're done. If they if they can't actually function in a democracy, then let's split up. Good, you could take half the nuclear weapons if you need that. If you want to jerk off to them, good. Take them. Take half the army. Whatever. Build a wall around yourselves. Your your tiny little selves. Because nobody gives a shit about you. We don't, I'm tired of dragging these red states around with my blue state dollars, propping them up constantly, and they don't even say thanks. They just keep destroying. They keep dividing and destroying this country and using America the Beautiful as a toilet. That's all they do because it's not enough money for corporations. They can't go out of their way to actually dispose of their disgusting poisonous waste illegitimately so it doesn't infest the environment we share. They can't do that. They, that's too expensive. They need to funnel more money into the CEO's pocket, not into the worker's pocket. Don't worry about it. No, 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 honey. It's going into the CEO. So if if you can get another extra couple of cents from dumping your shit into the streams and the environment and the air we breathe and the and the environment we share, then yes, amen. Let them. Do, that's what they gotta do. So 
that if that's the kind of civilization these these pigs want, and I don't want to insult pigs, because pigs are amazing, charming creatures who don't act like this. They don't act like Republicans. They would never do that. But they would never put their own personal greed over the, the interests of the entire country they p- pretend to love. But if, that's, if it's too much for them, obviously it is, because they hate Massachusetts liberals and California liberals and New York values, then get the fuck out. I'm sick. Well, you don't like my New York. You, you, well, you do like my New York tax dollars propping up your, your shithole state that's hanging by a thread because you're all fucking addicted to opiates. So, you know, because you're so, you're, you love Jesus or something because the fucking Republicans jerked you and uh, slit your throat while, while you begged them, yes, sir, can I have another? Then you keep voting for them because at least those, those queers, at least two people who have the same peepees won't be able to make a legal marriage contract like Jesus intended. I hate them. Oh, God. That's why I'm like, get out. Get them out. Why can't we talk about this enough? I'm sure they would agree. It's enough. We're tired of them. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of watching this country swirl around the bowl while the rest of the world looks at us with wide eyes and fucking gaping jaws going like, what is wrong? But the world is turning to, it's turning away from democracy and to autocracy, but because of the corruption of money. The big moneyed interests uh, that have their greedy clutches around the neck of power everywhere. And they own the media. And they own the discourse. And if somebody gets in there that might challenge them, they got a fucking something coming for them. And that's the fight of their lives. And our lives. But that's why I hate the corporate media and the so-called liberal media. John, Me- John Meacham, the president certainly showed discipline right, when it came to stagecraft, uh, not not uh. going on angry rants. Uh, but again, I, I guess we can hand it to him for for not losing his cool, like he usually does, and not Whatever. wandering off in, in, into the fields, uh, rhetorical me? fields. But again, the lies about the economy, the lies about. Uh, pre-existing conditions, the lies yeah, about so exactly. much of what he set up there. Really, it, 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 it wasn't meant for right. the American Oh, I'm just done. Republicans will always protect your pre-existing conditions. Bullshit. While they're in court right now. Why? You know, in court right now, trying to undo the entire Affordable Care Act, which will include... The elimination of pre-existing condition protections. But that's who Republicans are. And then they'll wake up. These fucking dumb bastards will wake up and be like, Oh, you mean my pre-existing condition? My, my because um, I thought you only meant the br- brown people's pre-existing condition. You know, the takers. 
because I like the makers and the takers. I'm a, I, even though I've uh, I've been on on social security disability my entire life because I'm uh, whatever I got type two diabetes from my from shoving a lot of shit in my mouth and not thinking twice about it as I am told to do by my betters. You know, just shove all that shit in there, shove it in there fast as you can. But oh, I didn't know. It's like who's this? Wait, what happened? Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, I heard on a Mike Malloy show the other day. This Trump supporter, and this is not the first time we've heard the story. He voted for Trump and says he won't vote for him again because he his wife got deported, and he didn't realize that when Trump said he was going to deport all these undocumented immigrants, of course, illegals, that he meant his wife, <laughs> this fucking guy. I thought, wait a minute, uh, he said, um, oh, gee, I thought he was only going to deport bad people. Right, not your wife. But anyway... Mike Malloy was reading that article. Let's see. Deported wife. Anyway, I can't find the article. But it's not the first time we've heard that story. A Trump's... But this is an old story. When a Trump's supporter's... When a Trump supporter's wife is deported. Maybe Sergeant Timo Juarez was a Trump guy. An Iraq combat veteran who served as a Marine infantryman and then an Army National Guardsman. His friends called him a super conservative. With his wife, he bought up to... Wait, wait, wait. With his wife, he brought up their two daughters in Central Florida. He supported Trump in 2016, eager for a change. But now I'm eating my words, he told the military newspaper Stars and Stripes. On Friday, Juarez and his family became the latest victims of Trump's zero-tolerance policy on immigration. On that day, his wife, Alexandria, left the country under a deportation order. She has come to the United States from Mexico illegally as a teenager two decades ago and until now has been living undisturbed with Timo, a naturalized U.S. citizen, and daughters, both natural-born Americans. This week... Timo will fly to Mexico with his daughters and leave his younger daughter there, even though English is her first language. He can't do his construction job and take care of her in Florida by himself. Timo Juarez believed Trump would deport only illegal immigrants who were criminals and not his wife. Instead, as the family fought Alexandria, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, Alejandra's, Alejandra's deportation, young Estella, with unicorns on her T-shirt, wept as she spoke to TV cameras. I really do want to stay with my mom and dad. I want us to be together and stay in my house. I don't want to go to Mexico. I want to stay here. For Sergeant Juarez... This was Trump's was the Trump administration's unique way of saying thank you for your service. Trump's family separation poli- policy is most visible at the border. Last week, the Trump administration 
said it still had not reunited 572 immigrant children it separated from their parents. Oh, well, they're just, they're just brown. They're not even people. So what's the point? The administration in a court filing said last week it should be up to the American Civil Liberties Union. This is actually an older article. So this is from 2018. But remember when they fought, oh, no, 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 it should be they separated children from their parents and kept no record. So the, the fucking party of personal responsibility who only stick to that motto when they are denying someone health care or uh, living wage, they, they said, hey, the ACLU, it should be the ACLU's responsibility to reunite the children we ripped from the parents? Are you serious? That's because they're the party of personal responsibility, don't you know? And everything they touch turns to shit. So, anyway, as far as the the state of the shithole. So, let's see. What else is going on here? Let me see what else. Because I, I... Oh, here's another thing that annoyed me. Oh, I'm, I, there's so many things that annoyed me. <laughs> what? What time is it, anyway? What time did I start this show? Oh, it's still early. I'm running out of coffee. And we only have one super chat in the whole thing. But that's okay. I wonder. We have some... How many... I'm just uh, wondering how many people are in the chat room. Uh, do we have a lot of people? It's not too bad. Whatever. Who cares? We're all going to die anyway. So, let's see. The other What I wanted to talk about was the state of the shithole and then... Bernie, of course, being fucked over, and that's fucked up. Let me, um, I know I'm all over the place, but it's really kind of a tirade today. This is a two-minute tirade drawn out to two hours. This is a two-hour tirade. So, what, I'll get back to the impeachment, and because I wanted to talk about, I'm not impeachment, the state of the shithole, because I wanted to talk about Rush Limbaugh, but we'll get to that in a minute. But I'm just going to go into Bernie and what happened in Iowa. What what a fucking farce. The It, it was such a... a um, it, not unexpected. That's what I mean. The, it It's shocking, but not un, unexpected. Of course, they do not want to um they don't want Bernie to to be the nominee and it's not because they think he will lose it's because they know the jig is up they the democratic the, the corporate democratic wing of the democratic party which has power is in power they're they're just republican light they are fine with the with the money flooding into the system. They like the money. They like the wine cave. Why be in politics if you can't suck up to a billionaire in a wine cave? They don't want it to change. And they've even changed the rules for the debates. Now we have a 
we have Bloomberg, who was the Republican mayor of New York. He's able to join the debate, even though he decided, be, because Joe Biden is such a fucking mess, that, uh-oh, we can't have Bernie. We cannot actually have somebody who will fight for the people. We're, we only have the income disparity and... Um, uh, worse than the than the Roman Empire, that's not good enough for them. They can't throw us a bone. The the Democratic Party. This is why they are not inspiring. You see, you can't trust them. It's not just because they can't they they can't run a fucking caucus. It's so shady. In fact, the na- the app maker was is called Shadow, but that they're uh, they change the rules mid whatever, mid-cycle, because they would rather have a Republican mayor of New York City who's now running as a Democrat. He's not a Democrat. He's a Republican. And that's their, their Republicans. The DLC Democratic Party are Republicans. Barack Obama is a Republican. They may have a D after their name, but when, what is a Republican? What is a Democrat? Is a Democrat somebody who embraces the working class, who fights like hell for the working people of this country, as FDR did? Or is a Democrat somebody who peddles and pushes Republican policies? Because in my view, you are the policies that you promote. So if you're arguing with Republican talking points and pushing Republican policies and you have a D after your name, then what are you? Are you a Democrat for real? This is why the American people would rather vote for a a dictator-envying con man because he's, you know, they're not that smart, though. That's the thing. They, But he is peddling the liberal policies that that Bernie will actually enact. He's peddling a a trade policy that protects working people. The Republicans will vote for I'm talking about the rich Republicans will vote for Twitler because they know he's full of shit. They know he's lying and he's and he's pulling the wool over the eyes of the dumbasses. And he peddles everyone will have health care. But the the fascists, the oligarchs who run this country, they know he's lying. They know, oh no, don't have to worry about it. He's not really going to give everybody health care uh, in a single-payer kind of system. Of course not. He's going to just say it. He's just going to tell the dupes that they will have health care, that everyone will have health care, that everything will be great. But the Democratic Party, what are they fucking doing? Like, I saw that Democratic response to the speech. What the hell is she talking about? Access to affordable health care. Well, gee, that's so inspiring. I can't, my, my heart, my red, white, and blue heart is a pitter-patter thinking of access to affordable health care. Are you fucking kidding me? What's affordable? When you're working three uniquely American low-paying jobs and still can't come to the standard of living your grandparents had. Honestly, 
this is the problem because the, the Democrats, the DLC Democrats, like Pete fucking Buttigieg, who's full of shit, he want, they want their cake and eat it too. They want to pretend they're the party of the people. They want to pretend they're Democrats because they're liberal on social issues. Because they do think that people who have the same PPs should be able to form a legal marriage contract. They don't, that's not a problem to them. They do believe that women should have the right to control their own bodies and make their own medical decisions without a filthy fascist Republican nose in their doctor's office. So they, but they, the Democrats think that they, they're, they're, they're like too cute by half with this shit. Like Nancy Pelosi. This is why I, I say to myself, I get so depressed and I, I say, I got to get the fuck out of there. Here, I mean. And I say, God, or anybody, if, uh, if you're in Ireland, if you're a nice, well-established, um, hot model-type lesbian living in Ireland, um, hello, Do you, I'm here, I'm here. Take me over there. It won't be that bad. You like animals, long walks on the beach, um, sunsets, kittens, whiskers on kittens, bell tops and uh, bell bottoms and bells, bells in the bell, bats in the belfry. Um, come and get me. And I got to get the fuck out of here. Okay? So, but anyway, I just lost my train of thought. <sighs> probably because I was dreaming, dreaming of sitting on a cliff in Ireland and just being like, what a bunch of fucking losers over there. <laughs> and laughing at them, meaning you and us, right? But, um, yeah. And so I, it reminds me of, we. I, mean, I always talk, I bring this, uh, this up, I bring, because it says it all that time Nancy Pelosi was on Jimmy Kimmel's show. I'm trying to find the clip right now. And she was talking about the, the Democratic agenda, the we the people agenda. Let me see. Is it Jimmy Kimmel? And she was like, here's our agenda. We want to reduce... Wait, hold on. Nancy, I know I captured this clip. Uh, Kimmel. Maybe I didn't. This is why I need a goddamn patrons. So I can say, hey, get that clip of Nancy Pelosi saying we can reduce the role of dark money. Oh, here it is. Now it won't play. Wonderful, wonderful. We had for the people our agenda when we ran. For the people, lower health care costs cost by lowering the cost of prescription drugs and saving the pre-existing condition benefit. Lower health care costs. Bigger paychecks by building the infrastructure of America in a green way to preserve the planet, to, a, to yeah, address nice the climate crisis. Yeah, it preserve the planet because a lot of us live here on there it. Yeah. Said, and there's no plan B. And then the third, well, the first two, I think that he... He has expressed an interest in yes. working with us on that. Infrastructure, well, we'll yeah. The third, I'm not sure he's too interested, 
cleaner government, lower health care, bigger paychecks, cleaner government to reduce the role of big, dark money, special interest money in politics. For what? And, okay, let me just... Example, uh, that is how... And they're applauding. Hello? Your government, lower wait, health... Wait, 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 wait. With us on lower health care yeah. costs, you get and it? Third, bigger I'm paychecks. I'm not too, too interested. Cleaner government, lower health care, bigger paychecks, cleaner government to reduce the role of big, dark money, special interest money in politics. For yeah. example, uh, that is how... Yeah. That is uh, harming our ability to get gun safety legislation passed. Are you fucking There's kidding me? So I saw that clip. I, I don't think I watched it live, but I saw it and I was like, why are they applauding? And I, I got very despondent. The, it's moments like that that I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here because these are decent people. They're Democrats. They think they're applauding for the right thing. Yeah, lower the cost of health care. Lower it? Well, if you can't go to the goddamn doctor, if, if 35,000 Americans are needlessly dying every year, oh, lower costing uh, the cost of health care. Not get money out of fucking health care. Get the goddamn profit motive out of health care because it's your money or your life. And if you need to go to the doctor because you're sick, you go. And you don't worry about... Is it lower enough? Is the price of health care lower? Because the gun's to my head, and they're saying your money or your life. But the other thing that pissed me the fuck off, like, and still does, and right now, um, is the reduce the amount of dark money in government. Not get rid of it. This is what, why we're fucked up. Why that shit happened. In Iowa, reduce the amount of money, not get rid of it, not get, get it completely out. It's like Pete fucking Buttigieg in the wine cave. Then going around and telling everybody how he's, he had a, well, not telling everybody, and um, running a lower, the lowest contribution contest. That, talk about a fucking disingenuous scam. Wait, Pete Buttigieg, lowest, I'm telling you, lowest contribution. Because we're all stupid here, and we, we, we applaud for, for the fucking sham. Lowest contribution contest. Contribution contest. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg campaign introduces... A contest for the lowest donation because the they're really maxing it out in the wine cave and it doesn't look good. It doesn't smell right to the dumb fuckers who Pete Buttigieg, 37-year-old sociopath. Honestly, I, I think he's not a normal person. I think he's a sociopath, honestly, in my professional opinion. Have you? He doesn't seem sincere to me. I've, I have, I completely do not buy all of his fake emoting. He's really bad at it, actually. And he's just another shiny object. There's nothing, what does he peddle? He talks about turning the page and a different kind of politics. 
a different way, a new way. What the fuck are you talking about? So anybody who runs a smallest donation contest after being criticized for sucking ass in a wine cave, and I'm not, I mean, metaphorically, and it's not a homophobic thing, I'm not saying that because of that, but he's sucking billionaire ass, like, you know, like it's his job, because it is. That's his job. Pete Buttigieg's presidential campaign announced a new contest to drum up fundraising. Who can give the Democratic candidate the lowest contribution? Because it doesn't look good when you have billionaires funding you. And Pete Buttigieg has the most contributions from the most billionaires. Billionaires like him. You know, there's only how many billionaires on earth? I think it's, what's the number today? How many? It's hard to type with Tara Jr.'s pause in front of the keyboard. Billionaires on earth. 2,604 billionaires in the world. Okay. How many billionaires? Ugh. Bill... Pete Buttigieg campaign. Here are the billionaires backing Pete Buttigieg. Let's see. How Pete Buttigieg's donors got rich. Forbes found 40 billionaires and their spouses who have contributed to Buttigieg's campaign. 40! This is December, December 21st, an article in Forbes on December 21st. Forty effing billionaires have contributed. There are 2,000, how many? 2,604 billionaires on earth, and 40 of them gave money to Pete Buttigieg's campaign. You think it's because they, they really want to have a government of, by, and for the people? A government that works for all, that promotes the general welfare over the welfare of the billionaire elite? There should be no billionaires. That's the problem. There should be zero billionaires. Zero. There's no reason anybody needs to be a billionaire on earth. No one. Because a billionaire, if you really love democracy, you would agree with that. Billionaires are the antithesis of democracy. They, uh, the, from the founding fathers to the, to the uh, progressive era and on for, to FDR, people understood those who were really fighting for a government that promotes the general welfare over the welfare of the intergenerational aristocracy understood that the power of concentrated money is is dangerous to a democracy, to a free people, because the only institution large enough to stand up to concentrated wealth, the abuses of concentrated wealth, is the government. That's why they hate government. That's why they love billionaires. And what do you think the billionaires are funding Pete Buttigieg for? Because he's going to... Um, T- tell them that they use uh, that they can't be billionaires. No, they want business as usual. They don't want the chaos with Trump. 
They don't want to fix the system. They don't want to save democracy. They want to have the illusion of democracy. You know, reduce the, the dark money. Reduce it. If you have cancer and you go to the doctor and say, no, 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 don't take the tumor out. Just reduce it. This is a problem. And this fucking Pete Buttigieg is, is part of the problem. To go, to, to have this Iowa caucus, we all knew that Bernie was doing great in, the, in, the, in public opinion. And, in fact, he's already, I don't understand the whole Iowa caucus now. They're saying that Bernie has the popular vote, but Pete Buttigieg currently has more delegates. But they haven't, still haven't con- uh, finished counting. Give me a break. So the same guy who disingenuously said that the person who gets the most votes should win is now fine with receiving more delegates, supposedly. But they're not done counting. They wanted to deny Bernie a victory. The media, the media scrutiny, not scrutiny, the media... Um, the free advertising from winning the Iowa caucus, the momentum from winning the Iowa caucus. They need to throw a fucking monkey wrench into it. And are you serious? It doesn't smell good. And I, the, I keep hearing on the corporate media or in other places like I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. Well, you know what? Sometimes there's fucking conspiracies. Like an app developed, but why is Pete Buttigieg funding the makers of an app that are that's counting the votes in the Iowa caucuses? And they're saying, like, oh no, well they had a a paper trail, too. Well, apparently, they they didn't record. I don't know the whole story. They're saying they the people were relying on the app. Why is he fucking counting the votes? <clears throat> Here's an article from Lee Fang. I'm losing my voice. New details show how deeply Iowa caucus app developer was embedded in the Democratic establishment. Democratic operative Tara McGowan McGowan is denying that her high-profile liberal firm acronym played a role in the Monday evening caucus debacle, claiming that her firm was merely an investor in the company, Shadow Inc., which developed the app at the center of the controversy. But internal company documents, a a source close to the firm's and public records show that a close and intertwined relationship between acronym and shadow exists. I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice, guys. In addition, ahead of the caucuses, questions swirled inside shadow over the company's ability to deliver a quality product, and there was concern from at least one staff member that senior leaders of shadow and acronym, both of which were launched as new democratic bulwark against Trump, have been far from neutral in its Democratic primary. Throughout the caucus yesterday, Democratic officials reported widespread problems downloading the app and inconsistencies uploading the caucus results, leading to the Iowa Democratic Party's decision to take the unusual step 
of delaying the release of the results. This is the first year the app was used, and ahead of the caucuses, the Iowa Democratic Party asked the app's name be kept secret. The New York Times report reported that its creators had repeatedly questioned the need to keep it secret. Kyle Tharp, a spokesman for Acronym, released a statement on Monday downplaying his company's affiliation with Shadow. Acronym is an investor in several for-profit companies across the progressive media and technology sectors, Tharp said. One of those independent for-profit companies is Shadow, Inc., which also has other private investors. David Pluff, a former campaign manager to Barack Obama's 2008 presidential bid, joined, who joined Acronym's board, also distanced himself from the company during an NBC panel last night. I have no knowledge of shadow. It was news to me, said Pluff. But previous statements and internal acronym documents suggest that the two companies, which share office space in Denver, Colorado, are deeply intertwined. Last year, McGowan, a co-founder of Acronym, wrote that she was so excited to announce another acronym, another acronym has acquired, well, that hashtag, another, or at another acronym, their Twitter account, has acquired Groundbase, a firm that included their incredible team led by Gerard Naima, are launching Shadow, a new tech company to build smarter infrastructure for campaigns. McGowan also noted that with Shadow, we're building a new model incentivized by adoption over growth. The acquisition was announced in mid-January. Let's see. Let's get to the meat of this fucking thing. This can go on and on. This app has never been used in any real election or tested in a statewide scale, and it's only been contemplated for use for two months now. David Jefferson, who also serves on the board of Verified Voting, a a nonpartisan election integrity organization, told the Times. Financial campaign records show that the Iowa Democratic Party, the Nevada Democratic Party, retained Shadow to develop its caucus app. Shadow has also been retained for digital services by... Buttigieg's campaign, which paid the company $42,500 for software-related services last July, and by Joe Biden's campaign, which paid Shadow $1,225 for text messaging services. Shadow was launched by former staffers to Hillary Clinton's presidential uh, 2016 presidential campaign. Oh, great. Now Tara Jr. just hit the space bar and the entire article rolled down. Great. Well, let's get to the end of it anyway. Um, yeah. It's just all fucking intertwined. Okay, yeah. Uh, 2016 president, Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, including Nimira, Krista Davis, Anand, Roe, and James Hickey. According to professional biographies listed on LinkedIn, Shadow did not respond for comment. Um, yeah, it's just uh, fucking bullshit that why are they, what is this app and why is it fucking everything up? And then out of the momentum that everybody knew Bernie had the wind at his back in Iowa, they, but the Democratic Party cannot abide 
having Bernie. They hate Bernie. I don't know. You know why? I was going to say I don't know why they hate him. They hate him because the party's over. And I don't mean the Democratic Party. Yes, their Democratic Party, the DLC Democratic Party. If Bernie gets elected, there is a new Democratic Party, and it is the party of the people. No longer is it the party of the corporate flunkies. Bernie proved that you do not need corporate to suck corporate ass in a wine cave to have a campaign. Now, you do if you're a Pete Buttigieg. If you can't build a coalition of the American people like Bernie has. And he's not doing it for himself. And how do we know this? Because they keep continue to criticize Bernie. Like he, like he didn't drop out of the campaign. He wrecked Hillary Clinton's chances. Bullshit. She wrecked her, her own chances. She wrecked our chances. And if Hillary Clinton really cared about this country, she would have just stepped the fuck aside during the real change election that we were having. But they didn't, they, they, they kept telling her that she was a shoo-in. And they couldn't believe that the 30 years of DLC Democratic Party had turned the white working class voter into Republicans. But, you know, the hubris of that, because they were throwing subsidies at us everywhere. You know, the Democratic Party, they're, they're going to, they, they don't want to change things. They're, they want to keep throwing the working class down a well, but only at, uh, the well is only 50 feet deep instead of 100 feet deep. You know what I mean? They don't really want a democracy. They like sucking ass in a wine cave. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel like special. They're on. They're in with the in crowd. They're not working for us, and that's why I always say, get money out of politics. If Bernie gets in, then that party's over. The and I mean the party, the literal wine cave party is over. There's no more corporate suck ass in the back rooms and wine caves. That's over. So they can't abide that. No way. They like the wine caves. That's fun. They like making deals. You know, getting things done. Like uh, the Iraq war or another contract to a, not you know, no bid contract to a defense manufacturer. Defense, weapons of death. And in the meantime, they'll throw a bunch of They'll just throw some subsidies at the dumb serfs to stave off the revolution that needs to happen. So they like Pete Buttigieg. Of course, Biden is imploding. He keeps, I don't understand how he's even in. He needs to back the fuck away already. And it's very sad that he's still going. Enough is enough, buddy. He could have been remembered as Barack Obama's VP. That would have been the end of it. Now we got to remember him as a friend of Corn Pop and some guy who keeps telling people not to vote for him. I don't understand that. He go, you go to a Joe Biden event, uh, which is continuously um, very sparsely attended, and people want to talk to him, and he can't, he can't hear it. He'll just tell people... Well, you should vote for Trump then. You should vote for Trump. 
Uh, some guy even said to him, I'm not, I'm not saying I want to vote for Trump. I'm, I don't want to vote for Trump. And no, you should. He doesn't. He's not even trying. It's like he's another Hillary Clinton in that end, where she's all thinks that she's fucking gonna be coronated, and Joe Biden. He's just annoyed that he has to go through this process. It was his turn, goddammit. Don't you know? Uh, and he launched his campaign. Don't you remember how the corporate media they kept? Oh, what an amazing, be- beautiful launch of his corp- of his campaign. How he got up there and took that brave stance against Nazis. Well, I could kind of make a... I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think that every single Democratic candidate is against Nazis. I don't understand. That's why I get dep- despondent about this country, because I'm like, does this shit really work on people? Are they really buying this? When they're like, he's when he's taking us down memory lane in his launch, when he was like, and then... Trump um, commented about Charlottesville when Nazis were walking in the streets saying Jews will not replace us and Trump commented and called them very fine people. Yeah, we know. We saw it too. We were there. And then all over the corporate media, of course, Mika Brzezinski, she was salivating, saying, what an amazing launch of a campaign of so striking the the exact right tone against Nazis that's kind of always the exact right tone and I can even say I'm pretty sure that even Wine Cave Pete is against Nazis so oh my god let me see here is uh here's Joe Biden yeah Oh, wait. There's no audio on this? Oh, well, forget it. I can't hear the audio. Maybe you could hear that. Joe Biden was saying somebody uh, was, he was confronted by a protester and told to vote for Trump. Here's another one. Let me see. Over those eight years, there were 3 million people that were deported and separated from their families. Yeah. We have this classification of families. Well, you should vote for Trump. Families you should vote for Trump. And be, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm you hear the guy? You should vote for Trump. You should vote for Trump. No, no, no. no I don't want to vote for Trump. I don't, I'm just saying. I don't want to vote for Trump. He wants to have a, a fucking conversation with the guy. You should vote for Trump. You should vote for Trump. So that's really going to be inspiring. That's going to get people to the polls. Give me a break with this shit. So let's see. This is from the Daily Beast. On Monday, all the eyes turn. I just wanted to find out where is the shadow. Ah, it doesn't matter. It's it's not a good look. So so Pete Buttigieg, the the the. Hashtag that was trending all night was Pete the she- the cheat because he went he came, went out and claimed victory so of course when there's zero percent of the vote counted he goes out there and and proclaims himself the victor and it's an entirely calculated event to stop the momentum of Bernie Sanders. They, the Democratic Party does not want Bernie Sanders. No way. And that's how you know 
He's the exact right candidate we need. He is the uh, he is the candidate that we need. I'm sorry if people who listen to the show they don't want me to. It's, I'm not bashing Bernie. I mean uh, other candidates. This is the truth about them. They're, this is the problem with this country. And I feel like those who tell me don't say anything about Pete Buttigieg is uh, is they're those people clapping for Nancy Pelosi saying we're going to reduce the dark money. The fact is, yeah, okay, if Pete Buttigieg is the nominee, and let me say it again, I'll qualify it again. Yeah, I'll vote for him. I will hold my nose, honestly, because I really, of all of them, who's the, I would have preferred, let's see, Kamala, I don't even know. She, at least, see, he just seems like a sociopath to me. There's something not, it's not even just that. If it was just the sociopathy, it's the shiny object aspect to him. He is, he offers nothing. He says nothing. He talks about turning pages and new kinds of fucking politics. It's the same old shit while he's secret, secretly meeting in the wine cave. And this scam of coming out and announcing himself the winner after... Zero percent of the votes are counted. There's nothing. He is a corporate lickspittle again, and he will do nothing to fix the problems that we actually face. This country is in big trouble. Democracy is on the ballot, yes. But Pete Buttigieg is one of the reasons why we have a Twitler. It's that kind of politics. There is nothing new about Pete Buttigieg. It's just that he's gay. That's it. He's gay and he's young. And that's the change that the DLC Democrats can believe in. But everything else is the same. The policies, the corruption, the money in politics that made Twitler possible to begin with will be business as usual. And that's not okay. So... Let me see. The other thing I was watching on Morning Joe. Okay, I know, I know. Right, hold on, wait. Um, Bloomberg. And the the fucking Democrats, the DLC Democrats, the debate, they. They actually, this is how much they don't want Bernie. They changed the rules to allow this oligarch onto the stage. Now, okay, the other thing I wanted to talk about, now that I'm saying this, a couple of things. I know I go off on, this is the train of thought. I go there, I go there. My, um, all night I kept hearing, uh, after the Iowa caucus, they were saying that, um, well, I saw it, Pete the Cheat was trending on Twitter. And then... I kept hearing, when I was looking on the Twitter feed or whatever, um, the defenders of Pete the Cheat were saying, oh, you, you, all those people posting Pete the Cheat or Mayor Cheat, they should know that they're, uh, they're repeating a Russian bot talking point or they're falling into the Russian bot trap. Now, there is a way 
to look at look that up. So I went over to Bot Sentinel, of course, to figure out. Okay, is that really a trending topic? And at all night, no, it was not a trending topic. Now Bot Sentinel will show you what the bots are tweeting about. Like tonight, it says this is what their their hashtags. Uh, State of the Union, Pelosi Tantrum, MAGA, Acquitted Forever. That, that's coming out of Russian PSYOPs because we know it. It's being reported on Bot Sentinel. I don't know how it picks up the algorithms of these bots. And now we know. And it has this, the, the ones who are bot accounts, it knows the bot accounts. So it was not, it was not Pete the Cheat, was not a trending topic from the bots or Mayor Cheat. So now we know the tactic. Anytime you go up against the corruption or you, as a Bernie supporter, express your displeasure of what's going on, we are all assaulted as being victims or dupes of bots and... Also, that we're acting bad on Twitter. We're behaving so badly, like Bernie bros, like the Bernie bros we are. Just like we, we should be just like Willie Geist tells us. And be nice to your fascist overlords when shit's going on. And they're, we're trying, we're fighting for our lives here. We're fighting for democracy and we're fighting for the lives fortunes, and sacred honor of our fellow Americans so we can finally have a government of, by, and for the people. That's what we're fighting for. That's why we're fighting. It's not be nice. Oh, be nice to the for, to your betters. Just take your subsidy and, and crawl away. Crawl and crawl into the wine cave if you can. Ugh. So sickening. Anyway, I'm, uh, it was so irritating. And it's, and it continues. It's the shades of things to come. Of course, Twitter and the Republicans jumped on it. They're saying if they can't even run a caucus, how can they run the caucus? I mean, they have a point on that, but I'm not, obviously I would never vote for a Republican. I would have to, it would never happen. Never ever ever I could never why would you if you're if you're if you have eyes ears dignity anything that's uh, anything close to humanity you would not vote for a republican so the other the last thing I'm looking at the time there's so many fucking things to talk about oh and thank you I just saw another super chat Richard always Richard and Jim many many Thanks to you guys, both of you. It, it helps. The Super Chats will help. They'll help us get a new audio interface. They'll help keep this going. If you want to keep it going. Maybe you don't want it to go. I don't know. Maybe you're a Russian bot. I don't know. The last thing, there's so many topics, but we do have more shows. You can't just do it all in one show. I'm already, this is already two hours, anyway. Of course, for time in between, for petting the cat, yelling at the cat, fixing the cat's mistakes. So, 
I understand. The last thing I wanted to talk about was the fucking the fact that Twitter if this doesn't tell you that this country is broken then Twitter giving the medal of freedom to Rush Limbaugh a racist divisive serial liar propagandist mouthpiece of fascism of the corporatocracy of the oligarchy and against uh, uh, the backdrop of Fred Gutenberg murdered whose murdered daughter died because the filthy disgusting Republican NRA Russian money funded NRA uh, the money laundering for the Russian oligarchy. Come on. NRA slush fund for Republican haters of America uh, was dragged out of the State of the Union while this this bloated billionaire, well, million, I don't know what the fuck he is, this disgusting kiss-up, kick-down liar, racist, this... Every this this fascist that Henry Wallace warned us about, Vice President Henry Wallace, who wrote about American fascism when we had a government when we had a government that was running for the people. When one of FDR's vice presidents, Henry Wallace, let me say Henry. I know, I know, Tara Jr. They they're fucking horrible. I get it. He wrote an article for the New York Times in 1944, The Dangers of American Fascism. And it's, it's, he's on the money. It could have been, I mean, it wouldn't, I guess it could be written today. But, of course, we didn't heed any of this. So what he writes is, I'll just read one of the things, because I quote this a lot. They poison the channels of information. Here it is. Oh, God damn it. I'm looking at a New York Times article. Where the fuck is it? I'm just looking for the damn article, but I'm getting articles on the article. My One of the quotes from Henry Wallace is... The American fascists are easily recognized by their deliberate perversion of truth and fact. Their newspapers and propaganda carefully cultivate every fissure of disunity, every crack in the common front against fascism. They use every opportunity to impugn democracy. They use isolationism as a slogan to conceal their own selfish imperialism. They cultivate hate and distrust in this context, he writes, of both Britain and Russia. At the time, they were our allies. They claimed to be super patriots, but they would destroy every liberty guaranteed by the Constitution. They demand free enterprise, but are the spokesmen for monopoly and vested interests. Their final objective, toward which all their deceit is directed, is to capture political power that using the power of the state and the power of the market simultaneously, they may keep the common man in eternal 
subjection. That's we're living in the uh, the aftermath of exactly what Henry Wallace warned us about. Using the power of the state and the power of the market simultaneously, they keep the common man and woman in eternal subjection. That's the point. It's always been the point. The deliberate perversion of truth and fact, they're cultivating every fissure of disunity. That's Rush Limbaugh. That's his entire purpose for being. So let me play this um, this clip from Fox News, Laura Ingram, because normal people, liberals, are coming out and saying it's a, it's a disgrace. It's an insult to every decent person who ever received the Medal of Freedom. It's an insult to the Medal of Freedom because now that's a political pawn, too. Now that's been ruined by the by the con man who received fewer votes there's nothing that isn't ruined by republicans when they get their greedy selfish fingers around it so here's 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 laura ingram and steve scalise coincidentally crying about how how mean everybody's being of course, Rush Limbaugh, who mm. announced his cancer the diagnosis, uh, just you know, a dear friend of mine. That's Steve Scalise saying, the great one. Yeah, because we could not have done it without our own Tokyo Rose. We couldn't have done it without the propagandists like Limbaugh exploiting every fissure of disunity, tearing this country apart. We could not have created the income disparity worse than the Roman Empire without him. We wouldn't be celebrating kicking millions off of health care without him. We couldn't be dancing on the graves of the 35,000 Americans who needlessly die every year for lack of health care. We would never be joyfully shoving pig feces and vaginas in our mouths gleefully because of deregulation that the that Twitler made possible. We wouldn't be breathing the uh, uh, celebrating the breathing of poisonous fumes from the car emissions that Twitler rolled back without him. We couldn't have done all these great things like frack the fruited plains and fuck over uh, the American voter and keep people divided and fighting with each other. We couldn't have been concentrating wealth more and more into the hands of people who fund us in our wine caves without him. This scumbag, this selfish, bloated pig. No offense to pigs. And inspiring to someone. And he was truly touched. I mean, you can and see that emotion. What's he? He's truly touched? As we very close, close with him, and then to hear members of the U.S. media and their comments, <sighs> watch. He was uh, trying to make appeals to the African-American community. It can't be forgotten that he was awarding the medal. Limbaugh, who has a history of making uh, derogatory comments about African-Americans. Jim Acosta is disgusting. That is a disgusting it's... comment. <laughs> really? Well, I have a comment that I find even more disgusting that... Twi that Limbaugh made. Let's see if 
even in, well, born and raised. Uh-oh. Can you hear lazy. that? Some people are born victims. Some people are just born to be slaves. Some people are born to put up with somebody else making every decision for them. Some people, on the other hand, are born... And they're not going to take anything from anybody. They're going to be totally in charge of their lives. They're not going to sit around and wait for something. They're going to make it happen. You can see this throughout the American strata. Some people are just born to be slaves. Some, pe Some people are just born to be slaves. That's not racist at all. Look, this disgusting is comment and false. It's it absolutely false. false. But this has been the narrative of the Democrats. This is what we saw in the Obama administration. You played Susan Rice lying to the American people. They lie to the American people continuously. Lying. The Russian lie. It's absolutely false. false. But this has been they the narrative of the Democrats. This is what we saw. They don't like liars. What the fuck is she talking about? Lying. Susan Rice is lying by telling the truth to them, and they have to tell their dumbass racist, tiki-torching, little fucking sycophants of a con man who receive fewer votes. They have to tell them all. No, no, no. The Democrats, the truth has a liberal bias. And when you're being told the truth, that's a lie. Listen to the guy with a fake university and a vitamin scam. He's telling you the truth. The one who says he's got the... He's, he's uh the greatest businessman who won't release his tax returns because he's up to his hawk in Russian oligarchy money. No, no, don't listen to the press. That's the enemy of the people, you see. But even though the Constitution has enshrined the journalism as its own, the only protected profession because it's vital to a functioning democracy, don't listen Everybody's telling you a lie. Don't listen to your lying ears or your lying eyes. It's all a lie. The truth is a lie. The, you, we've always been at war with East Asia. Truth is, fe is, uh, is, you know, war is peace. I know, I know. Up is down, left is right, and everyone's lying to you, but the guy with a vitamin scam, the one who said... Pee in this cup here with Trump's name on it. Send me your urine, and these high, high, uh, very prestigious doctors will analyze your pee and send you back some non-FDA-approved fucking sugar pills for your just for your pleasure. And uh, you know he couldn't even get that scam going. The Obama administration, you played Susan Rice, lying to the American people. They lie to the American people continuously. The they Russia hoax lie. was a bunch of lies. The, li the, the Russia hoax, which is real, even though, just believe your lying eyes. Russia hoax? Yeah, all of those people who forgot that they met with Russian spies, all of them, uh, those who are now in jail for a hoax, a lot of people in jail for a hoax. A lot of indictments, a lot of witches in this witch hunt. Use the media and their friends in the media, unfortunately, to disseminate all of these false narratives. But what makes this so Who remarkable is, this is that the American people aren't buying it. They no. are not buying it. Every time they instant. lose, they cry, they cry racism. Every time they lose, they say, you're a mean, horrible, xenophobe. It's, it's insult because after insult. Because you are. Because you are. Blanche. Where's that from? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Because you are. You're a mean, racist xenophobe because you are, bitch.
because you are. You would be more comfortable in a brown shirt. That's for sure. If this was 1935 Germany, where do you think they would land? Where, where they would fall on the spectrum? They'd be the ones just following orders. They'd be the ones uh, knocking on people's doors in the middle of the night. You know it. You effing know it. Ugh. All they need is the right circumstances. That's who Republicans are. Given the right environment, the right political environment, they would be the Nazis. They would totally take this fascism, their sickle fancy to this fucking con man who received fewer votes. If he told them uh, all of the sudden, round up all of the uh, caravan people, put them... I mean, they're already killing People are already dying at these facilities. They're already dehumanized. They've already ripped them from their parents. They treat them like less than human already. They treat us like less than human. How do you think, if you think you respect the, the American people, if you're making them, well, you don't make them eat. I'm saying, I'm talking about, if you really respected the people you pretend to represent, would you allow uh, feces into the food supply? No. That's not the actions of, of representatives who re respect the people they pretend to represent. So here's some Rush Limbaugh's. Let's see. some of his greatest hits. Apparently, well, one hour ago, Tucker Carlson doesn't understand why people think Rush Limbaugh is racist. They disagree with Rush Limbaugh. That's okay. Why do they have to call everyone they dislike a racist? Because you are, fucker. You birthers. You goddamn Barack the Magic Negro. Some people are born to be slaves. What is this shit? That's only the, off the top of my head. Let's see. Um, what else has he done? I'm trying to find... I had an article that had all the racist... There was a racist... Let's see. Virulent, virulent racist. Let me see. I had a list. I can't find it. God damn it. Well, here's from Salon. Limbaugh has made a number of controversial remarks during his career. During a 2015 segment of the Rush Limbaugh show, he claimed that the risks attributed to smoking were a myth, and smokers do not face any greater health risks than people who eat carrots. Well, good. Honestly, I don't give you... He's, he's got lung cancer? Whatever. Good for you, honey. Keep sucking on those cigars. But... He'll never see the light anyway, literally and figuratively, because he'll be burning in hell. That's for sure. What do you think? You think there's a place in heaven for a liar, a serial liar, who fucking so who exploits every fissure of disunity? Who? Oh yeah, here's some. Uh, during a series of public appearances, he called the Rush Limbaugh Excellence Tour. Limbaugh joked about AIDS and suicide, among other subjects, 
declare that feminism was established so that unattractive, ugly broads can have easy access to the mainstream. Starting in the 80s, he began referring to feminists as feminazis. He also regularly referred to prominent women as babes. He also attempted to popularize the term new castrati for men with no guts who have just been bullied by women and the power structure and liberalism in general. Any attempt to live in unity and have respect for each other as human beings, he can't abide. That's Republicans cannot abide that. They need their white male privilege, you see. They have to hold on to it. They got to suckle it like baby suckling binkies because they're cowards. They are tiny little people. They are little cowards. And if they didn't have their white male privilege, we would all know how tiny and cowardly and inadequate they are. That's why they have to behave like that because they cannot meet women or anyone else as equals. And... I always say, why, why are they fronting? Because we already know how inadequate they are just by their behavior. Any real man who's secure in themselves does not behave like that. They're able to meet women squarely and fairly without being like, you're a babe, you're a bitch, you're a cunt, you're a feminazi. Uh, uh, any woman who has any self-respect for themselves... You have to, who, who, who says, yeah, I think I'm valuable. I'm as valuable as a man is. I'm equally valuable, valuable as anyone with a Y chromosome. They can't handle that, though. They need their privilege. Their greatest, their greatest accomplishment in life is being born a white male. So they're not going to let that go because they're very inadequate. They're tiny. They're little. They're, they're cowards. They're afraid. They're bullies. The mark of a bully is cowardice. They're greedy. They're selfish. All of these things that you don't give a medal of freedom to. There's nothing free. There's nobody more in chains than a racist. Except they want to put us all in chains. They want us all to be as as bound up with their hatred and their ignorance as they are. If that's what they hate about liberals. We're not, we, we are evolving. We're getting away, you see. Our excellence as human beings, just by being capable of functioning in a free democratic society, just by being able to meet people equally and have respect for other people, puts these these cowardly little bullies to shame. And they can't abide that. That's why they have to disparage us. They have to say, oh, we're snowflakes. We're, we're so fragile when it's really them they're talking about, inflicting their manias on us. No, we're not fragile. Being somebody who's emotionally capable and uh, of, of respecting other human beings, that's not fragile. That's being, that's being courageous. That's actually commendable. That's, that's being secure and strong. It's strong to have compassion and empathy and to treat others with dignity and respect. That's being strong. 
And Republicans can't handle that because that's so out of their league. That's so over their heads. That's why they, oh, look at me. I'm drinking a big gulp. I'm smoking a big fucking cigar. Well, you you fucked yourself, dumb-dumb. You, uh, the definition of cutting your nose and spiting your face. Enjoy cancer, dumb-dumb. Because all the money in the world, honey, couldn't save you from yourself. All of the accolades, the fake accolades, and you know, Limbaugh knows, just like Trump knows, Twitler knows, just how inadequate they truly are. So they have to bring us to their level. They got to cultivate the fissures of disunity, cultivate the racism, the hate, the division, because they can't handle a country that's compassionate. And that where patriots leave no one behind. That shows because they stand out. They stand out as sore thumbs in a functioning society filled with adults. And they can't handle it. You know what I mean? But we get it. The jig's up. The jig is up, Limbaugh. We have seen you for years. We've seen through you. And it doesn't matter. How many billionaires come to your defense? You're going to die. And the only the inadequate will mourn you. Because the real patriots got your number. And you may get a, a con man to pin a medal on you, but you know deep in your heart that you don't deserve it. You don't deserve any accolades. You know what a fraud you are. You're like Lee Atwater. Unfortunately, not as evolved, though. Because he got on the phone and he, when he got cancer, and he begged all those he had harmed to forgive him for all the harm he had done to them and this country. But unfortunately, Limbaugh doesn't have the courage to do something like that. He's proven himself. He's a proven coward every day of the week, 24-7. He has frequently mocked human suffering, ranging from victims of natural disasters to those living in extreme poverty, of course, because that's what you do when you're someone who's free, right? You're, you're, you're all about freedom. And you love America. When you love America, you mock the, those less fortunate, the politically unconnected. Real patriotic of you, Limbaugh. Limbaugh's history of racist invective includes him saying, the NFL all too often looks like a game between the Bloods and the Crips without any weapons and dismissing the suffering of natives, Native Americans by claiming Holocaust, 90 million Indians, only 4 million left? They all have casinos. What's to complain about? Yeah, because that's all that's life's about, right? Money? Just shove money. Money in your big, gaping wound you call a soul. 
in October 2006, when my actor Michael J. Fox recorded a series of political ads endorsing candidates in the midterm elections who supported stem cell research, you know, Republicans couldn't abide that because they're, they had to suck up to the evangelical, the fake Jesus lovers. So we, we all need to live in the dark ages because some ancient book of fables says um, a baby, it doesn't say that. These men, men now say that because bitches were getting too uppity, having control over their own bodies, having sex. You can't, if you, you, if you control somebody's sex life, you see, you literally have them by the balls. So that's why you can't let women have autonomy. Uh-uh, uh-uh, honey. No, 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 especially have sex. You can't, I mean, these people are such, they are so fucked up. They really need to get help for their manias instead of worrying about running the country. They're not fit because they're not psychologically fit. They're, they need to, but instead, you see, that's how they do it. They, they can't, they have, because they're cowards, they, it takes courage to look at oneself. It, it takes courage to go and get help and say, I'm fucked up, man. I'm really, it's, I, I really need help. They inflict their manias on society. So instead of working on themselves, they want you to be, they want society. You know, no gays. I don't want to see any gays because it's too tempting. Can't have women running around free. Because that's too tempting. That's too much for them. That's all, you know, the Medal of Freedom lovers. Can't have that freedom. That's too free. What are you talking about? So they inflict their manias outward. We all, all society, they want it to be as small and tiny as themselves. Because they're out there, you know, pretending that they're functioning adults, but they're really not. They're just cowards. They're cowardly little men who cannot abide be living in a free democratic society. They cannot, they can only pretend to love it because they're not, they're not well in the head. They, they have, they have many issues. It comes from childhood. Their, their fathers and mothers were like that. And instead of saying, wow, I came from a fucked up childhood, they inflict it outwards. They want society to be hierarchical, very conform to all of their, their needs in that way. So they don't, they're not tempted. You know, if the bitches are running around free, that's too tempting. If the, there, there are gays there are people with peepees, the same peepees forming marriage, marriage contracts. That's too tempting for them. <sighs> These sick fuckers. And, this, and they were in control because they're cheaters. They're cheating. So Limbaugh mocked Fox's physical shaking from Parkinson's disease and accused him of exaggerating the effects of the disease. He continued, he's... Oh, he's, uh, yes, he's, he is moving all around and shaking. Remember that? Yeah. That's your Medal of Freedom recipient. 
And it's purely an act. Either he didn't take his medication or he's acting. One of the two. Limbaugh, because in this country you gotta go and you gotta beg these fucking, these archaic right-wingers for the, for science. Can we have a science, please? Can we have some science over, up in this bitch? Oh, please. I know your, your, uh, your nose is in this ancient book of fables looking for some loophole for yourself and some way to condemn everybody else. But can we also have some science up in this bitch? You know how we had science that explored the universe and put men and women on the fucking moon and and uh, let's uh it wasn't the ancient book of fables that did that shit it's not the ancient book of fables that has advances in in medicine no no we were supposed to pray now we now we're all got to pray that uh about climate change though don't do anything about that because Jesus needs a lot of, I guess he, Jesus likes it warm or something. Because he, yeah, he was in the desert. <sighs> He's moving all around and shaking. Yes, Limbaugh revisited the topic recently, saying that Democrats go all out and they find disabled people like Fox and teammate, teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg. Yeah, we go all out. Fighting these fucking fascists. Yeah, I would say, yeah, we do go all out. We want to go out. But and I guess in the Republican mind, they we should leave uh, anybody who's in any way different needs to be shut away. Like it was in the Dark Ages. Just shut yourself away in the closet, in the attic. Unless you're a straight white man. Or you're just pretending. Limbaugh referred to then-presidential candidate Barack Obama as African-American. Oh, no, he's not racist. What a lie. And played a mocking song called Barack, Barack the Magic Negro. Barely nine months into the Obama presidency, Limbaugh declared, In Obama's America, the white kids now get beat up, with the black kids cheering. Yeah, because it's reverse racism, according to these fuckers. As if that's really a thing. They're the victims. When you want a seat at the table, when bitches, when, when uh, anyone different, when any power is challenged, when their power, when their straight-acting white male power is challenged, they're being victimized, don't you see? We should have, it should have been great. You know, when America was great, only straight-acting white men had a seat at the table. That's the way they like it. And since we can't have that anymore, since the, the bitches and the, and the fags and the, everyone else wants a seat at the, at the table, then guess what? We won't have democracy anymore. That's Republicans. Forget it. They're, they're done playing. They don't want to play. No, no, no. That was fun. But this is getting too real now. And now we got a Bernie Sanders talking about the party of the people, money out of politics? Forget it. What's in it for them? They can't be racist. They can't have jobs handed to them, have cushy lives handed to them. They can't have some people born to be slaves waiting on them. 
and know their place without getting too uppity, then no, no, no. They need, democracy needs to go. Let's see. In 2011, he accused then-First Lady Michelle Obama of uppityism. No, 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 he's not racist at all. That's just a lie, a filthy lie from the liberals. And he also promoted a conspiracy theory that race riots are part of the plan that this regime has. Indeed, there were many other conspiracy theories that Limbaugh has promoted in his career, including the one about the death of Clinton White House aide Vince Foster. Oh, of course. Give that fucking propagandist a medal of freedom. He also claimed that Obama might cancel the 2012 elections or that Obama was both an African colonial or an anti-colonist, colonialist, both of which were bad. In 2018, he suggested that mass shootings in New Zealand might have been a false flag attack to smear conservatives. Yeah, give him a medal of freedom. Give him a... He's such a national treasure. The great one, as Steve Scalise said. He also alleged that people are shooting up schools more likely than more likely vote Democrat because they don't say Democratic Party anymore because that's so, um, you know, they're such America lovers. They cannot pronounce the name. They're, they, they're such mature and fit human beings capable of functioning in a free democratic society that they can't even pronounce the name of the party that the other, the actually the oldest continuous political party in world history, that's the Democratic Party. But they can't give that any respect. But they're such victims, you see. They can't even give the respect of calling it its, uh, its name. It's Democrat Party. That's not even a fucking thing. These are children. They are babies. And I don't want to insult babies because babies grow up. Republicans are pathological. That's another example. They're unfit. He suggested that al-Qaeda may have given up Osama bin Laden for the express purpose of making Obama look good. Because, you know what, he loves America that much. That's your patriot. You're exactly the fascist that Henry Wallace warned us about. Here we are, normal people. Here we are, fellow patriots. And this is how serious it is and how dangerous it is because these fuckers are in control. They're in control to the point that they actually get to give out a fucking medal of freedom to, to a propagandist. Insulting everybody. They're not just insulting Medal of Freedom recipients. They're insulting everybody and everything that ever fought, bled, and died for this country. <sighs> Limbaugh bled advertises after his, his sustained attacks, his sexist attacks on then-law student 
student Sandra Fluke in early 2012, who had testified before a congressional committee about the impact of new health care regulations on expanding contraceptive, um, contraceptive, I can't talk, you know how it is, contraception coverage. In October 16, 2016, in the wake of the Access Hollywood tape of Trump bragging back in 25, 20, 2005, about sexually assaulting women, Limbaugh came to the Republican nominee's defense, declaring, if the left ever senses and smells that there's no consent in part of the equation, then here comes the rape police. Oh, yeah. Men just can't rape anymore without bitches getting uppity. In a truly dangerous act in 2017, Limbaugh publicly dismissed the safety warnings from government officials about Hurricane Irma. The reason I am leery of forecasts this far out, folks, is because I see how the system works. He said, going on to explain, so there is a desire to advance this climate change agenda, and hurricanes are one of the fastest and best ways to do it. You can accomplish a lot by creating fear and panic. Gee, you think, Limbaugh? You fat, bloated, cancer-riddled, fucking drug-addled monster. God. I know there's, there is no sky spook. There's no man on a cloud. Because if, that, if there was, these fuckers would be burning in hell a long time ago. Limbaugh's attacks against immigrant communities are prolific. In 2019 alone, he said that the Democrat Party, fucking fat fuck, no offense, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say that. I'm not trying to fat shame him, I don't mean it. It's just him. He's just a, it's not even him being fat, it's just that he's a glutton, you know what I mean? He's just disgusting. He's like, he's a greedy, rapacious tick, that's all. The Democrat Party has imported the third world into this country, and they have not assimilated. Oh, doesn't that sound right out of a Nazi handbook? Compared asylum seekers coming to the U.S. border to the invasion of Normandy, like that he would avoid being a part of because he's a coward and hates America, and they would never pull a hair, much less fucking do one push-up for, for, uh, for the military they so pretend to love. And quip that maybe toilet water is a step up for migrants. Remember when, the, when they were saying that the ICE agents were telling the detained migrants to drink out of the toilet? This is where we are. And that's why I say this fucking country is fucked. And we need to get them. Either we got to secede or they got to secede. Or we got to take this shit back. Or if we can't do it, we got we to gotta get out of here. We got to secede. And Bernie 2020. Guys, I got to get unconscious now. My throat is killing me. from screaming and I want to thank you I see Patricia has 
A very cute little emoji super chat with some coffee and a little blue person dancing. That's very cute. Is that blue or green? That's a green person. And we've had some very cool people here tonight. Haiku, Patricia, Greg, Poppy, of course, Poppy Champlin, the amazing comedian. And if you haven't seen her, you better go and see her. Performing live, we need to laugh, man. Poppy is a real comedian. Like, she's not kidding around. She makes a living out of that shit. And rightfully so. She's been on Logo. She's had her own Logo special. She's been on Oprah. She's fucking for real. And she is a Tara Buster. She's a member of the Tara Buster family. And as this show grows, we will get Poppy on more often. And we'll have maybe a real show one day. Who knows? If we go in a studio, we have to make sure that damn studio has cats in it. Let's see. Who else is here? Greg. Paradu. Jim. Andrea. If I missed you out, please forgive me. Eli. Terry. I'm going down the list here. You guys are amazing. I hope you enjoyed the chat. Other people here. Greg. I said Greg. All right, now I'm skipping to the end. <clears throat> you guys, you guys. You're you're amazing. And Greg, super chat is when you can you can also donate. He's asking super chat. What's a super chat? There's a way you can you can donate to the show and you do a super chat and then you can put little messages in the super chat. It's very cute. It's good. It helps the show. It helps. Not only does the Patreon patrons help, but the Super Chats help keep us going. Because we need more Super Chats. We need more patrons. And I do think the show is growing. With your help. It is. I see an added... and There is definitely an uptick in the amount of people coming to the chat room. And that's it. I see a lot of activity... If you guys are, if you're on Facebook or anywhere else or on Twitter, please come over to YouTube. That's where I'm reading these chats from. So, but even though we're streaming on Facebook and we're also streaming on Twitter, this the super chat um, place on YouTube is the place to be. And what else? You guys are. Great. And today is Wednesday already. I can't believe it. So I will probably see you on Saturday. There's so many more things I wanted to talk about. But that's why I say become a patron and eventually we'll have a daily show. It has to happen. It's only going to happen as fast as we get patrons. Otherwise, it could be at this rate. The, mm, I mean, a long time. It's got to we need enough to support the show daily. That's the way it is. It's the, it's the price of life. And, you know, we don't have billionaire benefactors like they did, like these fucking conservatives have. Don't get me started. 
because I need to get unconscious. So tell your friends, please um, give the show a good review on iTunes, the, all that stuff. Share the show with your friends. When If you call into other shows or if you participate in chats of other liberal talk shows, mention Tara Buster, invite people to come to Tara Buster, that kind of stuff will help get the um, get the word out and we will god damn it keep it going and Poppy asks why are you on tonight because I am trying to do shows during the week no it's not always going to be Wednesday so we definitely have the Saturday show but I've been trying to do some weekday shows because I want to um have more content for the patrons and for people in general, but also to uh, reach out to the uh, community at large. If there's more content, I believe that we can, we'll get more, more uh, audience that way, more people coming and hanging out. And it's like that catch 22. We can't really, get enough patrons and get enough support because we're it's this is your show we're we're supported this show is supported by you guys by the viewers the listeners it's the truth so um it's that catch 22 we won't be able to get enough support and enough audience until i have a daily show until we have a daily show right but we won't uh have a daily show until we get enough supporters. Do you know what I mean? So it's in, we're in that catch 22 phase. So I'm trying to do it as much, do a show during the week. Sometimes I'll, I try to do it on Tuesday and then even Thursday. I've done a couple of shows like that. It all depends on my schedule and you know, that's it. And I like these weekdays, but I mean, look, this show's been going on since eight 30. We're almost at three hours now without a break. So we make up for it. And there's more to talk about. I could I could go on until we could do a goddamn Tarabusta telethon all night, if need be. But anyway, we can't. You guys are great. Love you too, Jeff. Jeff. Jim, sorry. My eyes are blurry. My eyes suck, by the way. Sometimes if I'm not looking at the same... If I'm not looking like this, sometimes it's blurry. So, I see you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, as you can see, Tara Jr. Jr. is moving the microphone away from my face. That means, show's over. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, fucking show's over. Show's over, everyone. Alright, guys. You guys agree. I have to fix the call-in. So that'll be good, too. We're going to... I don't know. What the fuck is it? I really... I'm at a loss. It's really sucking life and energy out of me. I'm not... I don't know why. Um, I can't figure out this goddamn phone situation. So I might just have to buy a new audio interface and think, hopefully, that's the problem. There's been many problems with it. Look at him. Look at him. What he's doing? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. 
All right. You guys have been fun and amazing as always. And we'll get together again soon. Do not worry. Thank you for all your wonderful notes. I get your patron notes. And I also enjoy meeting everyone. And it's just been great to get to know the community. And I know that we're in this together. That helps me too. When I'm feeling like, get me out of here. You guys are great. My name is Tara Devlin. As I always say, we stick together. We win. And we will win. I will see you in a couple of days. Thanks for hanging out.